0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark.
1: Hey, it's Amy Newmark with some new favorites for you from our latest book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Dreams and the Unexplainable. This book just came out yesterday, and I'm looking forward to sharing lots of stories from it with you because they are so interesting. We have stories about people whose dreams revealed to them their medical diagnoses or predicted an accident so they could avoid it or showed them their future soulmate or helped them find something that had been lost for years. One of the things that I've learned from my co author on the book, Kelly Sullivan Walden, is that we're so busy during our awake times of the day that we don't always listen to what our own brains are trying to tell us. But when we're asleep, That's when our subconscious can get our attention and reveal to us the things that we really do know about ourselves, but that we're just too busy to pay attention to while we're awake. Sometimes our dreams can help us understand what we're really meant to do with our lives, the passions that we should pursue, what our true purpose is, what would make us truly happy. Listening to those dreams, which are just ourselves telling ourselves what we've been ignoring can change the trajectory of our lives in a meaningful and very positive way. So here's a great story from Judy Dixtra Brown to start things off. Judy was thirty three years old and she was living in Cheyenne, Wyoming. She'd spent four years building her dream house, but it had proven to be more of a nightmare than a dream. Her contractor, who was the friend of a friend, had agreed on a very good price for her house But it turned out that he had been taking advantage of her and using some of the building materials that she was paying for to build other houses in her development. So after a year, every other house on her side of the block was done, but hers wasn't. And that's when Judy learned that her contractor was ripping her off. She ended up in a horrible legal battle. She couldn't even get title to her own house. She wasn't even allowed to enter it for a year. She finally won in court, but she was out $12,000 in attorney's fees. She had years of unpaid property taxes to catch up on. And that contractor even vandalized the house before he gave it to her. So finally, two years after that, she had made the house perfect. She had put the whole awful thing behind her. And then. She had the dream. She says the dream went like this. I was sitting in a bar or restaurant when a woman approached from across the room. She threw a drink in my face, hit me on the top of the head with the glass, and shouted, Just wake up! And then, Judy woke up in real life to the sound of her own voice screaming, Just wake up! And she discovered that she was soaking wet And she had a bump on her head and she realized that in real life she had picked up a glass of water from her nightstand and she had poured it on her own face. So now she had to figure out the dream. What was she supposed to wake up about? So she sat down and she did something that she hadn't done for 10 years. She wrote a short story and it was one that was pretty much based on her own life. And when she finished it, she understood what her dream was trying to tell her. She had been a teacher for 10 years, and she had been helping thousands of students with their writing, getting their stories published in school journals, sponsoring a creative writing club for students, but she hadn't written one thing herself in those 10 years. She had a master's degree in creative writing, but she had been using all her creative energy to help her students to write. She had been living vicariously through them, But she had ignored her own need to write, her own need to be creative. So she decided that this would be her last school year. And at the end of the term, she put her things in storage. She moved from Oregon to California. And she's been writing ever since. Eventually, she sold that dream house too. She says, I used the money to live my dream rather than live in it. Judy tried screenwriting. She got involved in TV production. She became a recognized poet and got published in literary journals. And eventually, she moved from California to Mexico, where she lives today. And she continues to write and get published. And she's really, really happy. She says that now, when her dreams speak to her, she listens to their advice. And that's why we put a great quote from the Talmud at the beginning of Judy's story about the value of paying attention to your dreams. And here it is. A dream which is not interpreted is like a letter which is not read. So Judy used a dream to completely change her life. And so did another writer, Lisa Gar, who wrote a story for our book called The Aware Train. In 1999, Lisa created The Aware Show which is a radio show that features experts in the fields of mind, body, spirit, and science. She also hosts shows on Hay House Radio, KPFK, WBAI, Gaia TV, and Coast to Coast AM. She reaches millions of people around the world each month, but that wasn't how it started for her. I talked to Lisa about her story recently, and she told me
0: how this all started with a dream. So I was at a crossroads in my life. I was trying to create my next career move. I was living in Los Angeles, working in freelance television production, which tends to be pretty intense. But I knew that there was something that was missing in my life. There was a sense of purpose that was missing. So I found my way to taking these intuition classes that really helped you develop intuition, visualization practices, meditation, in order to what I thought was missing. And then during this time, I started to have a reoccurring dream.
1: Lisa described this dream,
0: which was fascinating. My dream was of a silver streamlined train with rounded corners. It was very specific. And it seemed to be traveling very slowly. And it was really long, so I couldn't see the end. It it, had a very strong sense that it was coming from somewhere eternal and going somewhere eternal, kind of like a spirit train. And then I would jump on this train, and inside were audio control boards and television monitors, and it looked like a television control room. And it was a very kind of high-tech environment inside. But what I thought was so amazing was Sitting in the chairs, operating these controls, were these high-backed, black, swivel chairs. And sitting in them were visionary leaders. And these visionary leaders seemed to be controlling the the audio boards and the television monitors and everything. But the essence of these visionary leaders and scientists was absolute joy. It was kid-like joy. And they were swiveling around in the chairs laughing and giggling and having a great time while they were controlling the world. It was amazing. But it was such a beautiful essence of the dream and it didn't seem like work at all. And then I stepped off the train and I always remember on the side of the train seeing the word aware. So Lisa had this dream
1: over and over and it was consistent. One morning, she woke up from this dream and she realized she had to act on it. And later that very day, she got the phone call that started her new life.
0: So it worked out that a friend called me and said that a radio station in Los Angeles had been sold and that the drive time hosts were leaving and it left an opening in the middle of the afternoon. And I said, yes, I'll do that. So I had never hosted a radio show before, but I went to the station and I asked if I could host my own show. And I started broadcasting immediately in the middle of the afternoon, interviewing some of the mentors in my life who were doing amazing things, like my acupuncturist who'd come from this 5,000-year-old lineage of Chinese medicine. And I interviewed my intuition teachers. They're amazing. And then doctors who were increasing longevity by eating apricot pits in the Hunza Valley. And I mean, they were doing incredible things. I called my show The Aware Show because of my dream.
1: And that's how it all started for Lisa, who now has multiple shows and millions of listeners. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please tell your friends and family members about this podcast because we're getting more and more listeners, but I work so hard to keep it timely and relevant. And I want even more listeners, and you can subscribe to it on Apple Podcasts or Google Play, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about our new book, "Chicken Soup for the Soul: Dreams and the Unexplainable," you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com. You can read some great tips there from the book about how you can use your dreams to improve your life. And the book is available at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, your local independent bookstore. In Canada, at Costco Canada and Chapters Indigo stores. In U.S. and Canada, at Walmart, at Rite Aid, at Target, at Kroger, at Amazon, and wherever else books are sold. Come back Friday to meet Kelly Sullivan Walden, who co-authored the dreams book with me. We're going to talk about some stories from people whose dreams revealed medical diagnoses that even their doctors couldn't figure out.